As you stare at the single blue line on the stick someone just peed on, you pray. Some pray for it to stay the single blue line. And some pray for a second line to slowly fade into existence. If you're listening to this podcast, you have probably seen the two blue lines. This is the Two Blue Lines Podcast, a pregnancy podcast for men. This show should never be confused for medical advice. Always talk to a doctor for that. We exist to bring you solid dad information as you navigate pregnancy. But enough introduction. Let's get into it. Pregnancy can be complicated. Sometimes it can be more complicated than hormones and changing bodies can account for. This episode, we are going to talk about what happens after your baby's due date passes. And we're going to be talking about some extra complications that can arise from pregnancy as well. I want to give a fair warning. This episode is going to be a bit heavier than other episodes due to the nature of pregnancy complications and what can actually go wrong. My daughter's due date was on July 21st. I was so stinking excited to meet her that I began hoping for a July 4th baby. I got my wife up and moving. We started thinking about ways to encourage labor and I got my hopes up. I really wanted to meet my baby three weeks early. I had a really wise friend who took me aside and encouraged me to let my baby brew for a bit longer. Ideally, for your baby's health, you want baby to hit 40 weeks gestation. And here I was, hoping for 37 weeks. That was selfish of me. Sure, doctors would have let her be born at that point, but it wasn't what was best for her. Now, if your baby's due date has come and gone with no sign of baby, I want to welcome you to one of the joys of fatherhood. That feeling you get when you cannot control or influence the fate of your child. I had a very similar feeling when my kids got sick enough to end up in the hospital. I have a very similar feeling when I think about how to protect them from the broken realities of the world that we live in. Sometimes things are just outside of our hands and your baby being born is one of those. We can encourage it. We can support it. We can help that process along, but sometimes baby is just hanging on for dear life in there fighting tooth and nail to not join us in this world. Now, It is true, your baby might hit the size of a watermelon as they cruise toward that 43-week mark. It is true that your doctor could have the power to induce labor at any point. It is also true that you have a job to do as dad. A dad's job during pregnancy is to support, encourage, and help her get to that finish line. As frustrating as it may seem, don't shut down. Don't check out. Lean into it. That feeling is okay. Having said all of that, 
I frequently threatened my kids with extreme grounding if they didn't hurry up and get out here to meet me. I'm pretty sure my two-year-old son is still grounded from the Xbox because of his internal violence against my wife. His punching and kicking, it just got out of hand and I had to ground him. That's good discipline right there. The doctors during this uh, overdue period will be monitoring your baby closely during this time, and, and at some point, they could decide to induce labor. So be ready to call an audible and adapt to whatever comes your way during this time. If this happens, if the doctor decides to induce labor, you may end up with a for sure end date to pregnancy, which at this point could seem really cool. It could also be frustrating if your doctor refuses to induce labor and just lets your baby continue to bake in the oven. Being a bit over the due date is not bad for mom or baby. Being patient, especially for mom, is often the hardest part of this entire process. Or so I hear. I've never been pregnant myself. This is a special note of encouragement for you dads who are still waiting to meet your kids even after the due date. Now, I've never had kids go this late. If your kid is late and you think I need to redo some of this content to be more helpful for other dads who are experiencing this, let me know what would have been more helpful for dads going through this. I, I haven't done it through experience, and so my research can only go so far. If there is something that you would tell other dads who are waiting for their kids to pop out, shoot me a message. Let me know what that is, and maybe we can re-record this episode. Hey there. Sorry to interrupt your episode, but no one ever listens to the end of podcasts, and we just have to say a couple of programming things. We want to say a quick thank you to the U Medical and Fatherhood Academy team for making this podcast possible. We don't have any sponsors for this show. It is a U Medical and Fatherhood Academy production. Find both organizations on social media at U Medical and at Fatherhood Academy. If you need to find Brandon personally, just look him up on social media platforms at Seminary Dad. A special thank you to whattoexpect.com. They have been an awesome resource for this podcast and for parents everywhere. Lastly, thank you to bestsound.com for putting out royalty-free music for us to use on this podcast. You guys rock. With that, I will let you get back to the episode. We are moving on from the overdue pregnancy into the complicated pregnancy. While many pregnancies, even those that go past the due date, end well, some do not. And I want to take a special moment and talk about some of the the heavier complications that can happen and how we as dads can handle them. The first complicated thing is surgery. Mom could need a C-section. Baby could need some extra help due to a deformity, being born early because of a health complication, or there could be major bleeding from mom. Sometimes emergencies arise. If mom needs a C-section, her recovery time from giving birth will be much longer than if she were able to give birth vaginally. Both of my kids needed a little flap of skin under their tongue clipped. They had what was called a tongue tie that wouldn't allow them to stick their tongues out all the way. Even something as simple as that can be really hard to watch. They say that babies don't feel pain like locally, 
that that's something that they'll tell you if these things happen but it's still hard to watch it's hard to watch your your child's mouth bleed it, it's hard to watch your kid go through these things i've heard of babies needing open heart surgery as soon as they're born or needing incubators for various reasons watching all of this happen can be extremely difficult for dad often there's not an ounce of control that we can exercise so here are a couple of tips to help you be helpful in these situations. The first tip, take care of yourself. Make sure that you eat, make sure that you sleep because often these complicated things, they can take time. It can take weeks for mom to recover from surgery. It can take weeks for your baby to get out of NICU. Uh, these things, they take time and taking care of yourself helps you make sure that you can be helpful. The second thing is it's okay to compartmentalize. We guys are good at that. We can suppress those feelings. We can bottle things up in the moment. It's okay to do that so that you can be attentive to the needs of mom, to the needs of baby. But it is important that you make sure that you process your feelings at some point. Go for a run, do some pushups, or even cry. That is okay. The last thing is ask for help. Call your mom. Call your dad, call your friend, call your neighbor to help you take care of the extended little things that can arise. If mom's going to be in the hospital for a couple weeks and you've got a dog or a cat at home that needs to be fed, it's okay to call someone and say, hey, can you help me? Can you go and feed my dog? Can you take out my trash? Like those things are okay. Or even, hey, can you bring me some, some Burger King? I'm tired of this hospital food. Even that can make a major difference in your mentality. The second major complication that can arise is death. It is so hard and heartbreaking to hear about miscarriages, to hear about moms passing away during or after birth, or babies who survive a few minutes and pass away. But it is real. I've heard tragic stories on both sides, mom and baby, during my work here at the clinic. In fact, just the other day, I heard of a mom who was feeding her baby and had a blood clot dislodge and shoot into her brain, killing her. It was part of a complication from giving birth, and she had passed away before anybody could even realize it. I remember that right after my wife gave birth, we were at a friend's house, and we were talking uh, about birth and pregnancy, and there was another couple who had given birth recently, and they'd been complaining about how much their baby was crying. And my friend was really upset about this. And I, I couldn't understand why until he said this. He said, they complain about their children crying, but they have no idea how lucky they are that their child can still cry. Holy crap. That statement struck me hard. My kids are still able to cry. And as frustrating as that might be sometimes, I still give thanks to God for that blessing. If you have experienced the death of a loved one through childbirth, know that you are not alone. Be sure to grieve. This can often get lost because people need taken care of. We, we can often put that off because we're, we busy ourselves doing other things. But take the time to grieve. It is crucial. And reach out for help. Reach out to someone who cares. Talk to somebody about it. Grieve well. 
And that is so hard to say. That is so much easier for me to sit here and say that into a microphone than it is for, for you to actually pick up the phone and reach out for help. But it is so important that we as dads grieve well for the sake of our families and for our health as well. The last complication, as well as the other two complications, really deserve their own special episodes. But this last complication is sometimes baby is born and there's something wrong that even surgery can't fix. This could be a deformity. This could be a special need. Or it could even be that they told you that there was one baby and you got two. That's that's a pretty cool uh, something wrong, right? But surprise, prepare yourself to roll with the punches as you walk into the delivery room. Prepare yourself to reach out to other dads who have been where you are. Here in Washington State, there is a whole network that exists to support the parents of special needs children. Certain news can weigh heavy. Certain news can be like a gut to the punch. But my encouragement to you is to not suffer in silence. With that last complication, I am once again out of here. Reach out if you're experiencing heavy things because of a complication in pregnancy. It would be an honor to talk to you about the victories and tragedies of pregnancy. Dads, Until that last episode, enjoy pregnancy.